Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We talk everything animation here, including Genlock, which we'll be getting into right now. I'm Dylan Heisen, and today I'm joined by Beatrice Murad. Hello. Haley Neighbors. Hello. And John McKenna. Hi, everybody. Yes, it is the Genlock season finale, episode eight of Genlock here. We're discussing at the Overly Animated Podcast. And yes, I am back uh, hosting. I was captured by the union after the first podcast. <laughs> Um, but I've returned. Same, I think like my copy was hosting for a while. I don't know. Might have been, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, but, no, my, uh, but yeah, no, Andy, Andy's on vacation. So I'll be doing the Genlock uh, season finale. We're very excited to get into this uh, episode eight, last episode. Uh, check us out at overlyanimated.com. Search for us on iTunes at overlyanimated.com slash iTunes or YouTube is youtube.com slash overlyanimated. Check out our previous six, I think, Genlock podcasts um, at overlyanimated.com. Find the Genlock category. Big spoilers for this season finale of Genlock. A lot happened. And let's get into it. Beatrice, what did you think? It's 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 weird because I kind of... The thing about Genlock is that it's always surprised me in the way it's interpreted where I thought it was going to go. And I think this episode is the one that's surprised me the least. I was like, the in terms of like the beats, I was like, okay, I kind of knew this was going to happen. This wasn't su- any sort of potential twist or anything. I was like, all right, I kind of figured it out. But, but at the same time, I had a lot of fun with it. I, um, I'm curious how we're how everyone interprets mind melding thing now because I'm I don't know. I want to get into that a bit more in the discussion. But um, so it's it's I think it's a solid finale, but it, I also felt a little underwhelmed. Yeah, I wonder if I wonder if other people thought that. So we'll get into that. Haley, what did you think? Well, I just caught up on the series this morning, so I'm. You have, I'm a, lot, you have a lot going on, on here. Yeah, <laughs> there's a lot happening. Tell um, me if it's better to binge it than it is by the week by week, because that's I something think I'm also it curious. Would be because I like I left the finale feeling like okay, yeah, this is a, actually a good show. Um, like it felt very tight, and I, I think. I don't know if I would have noticed it quite as much if I watched it week to week, but the episodes, they flow into the other ones um, nicely, you know? So it doesn't feel like, okay, recap, here we go. Like they just begin, um, which is good when you're watching them back to back. But I think the finale, from my perspective, was good. I don't think they did anything like crazy, like that I wasn't, like you said, Beatrice, that wasn't totally expected or unexpected um so i guess that's a negative for it but for a first time season finale i think it was pretty strong um i'm actually really surprised that nemesis is defeated but i i don't know if i, I believe mean it is he like because he was like copies 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 right <laughs> yeah. but yeah so there's probably something else there but um but yeah i think it was really tight i have no clue what's going to come next season. So I think that's maybe positive. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I, I think it was, it was, it felt very solid to me nice. and was entertaining. Nice. Okay. That's good. That's good. Uh, John, what'd you think? Um, watching it week to week it, for me, it's, I think it still had that fluidity because you could jump, you jump right in and you basically know what happens to begin with. But I did sort of like the fact that we started the show show with a big giant mech fight and we ended with a giant big giant mech fight so it all came full circle uh (laughs) and it was a great mech fight too it was the boss fight we kind of expected it was uh chase versus original chase which i appreciated the character interactions again really solid and it was 
just how it's been for the entire first season. Um, I still wish I felt a little bit more emotional about Leon uh, being in a coma now. I didn't really feel yeah. – I didn't no, feel too- no reaction for me. Oomst? Oomst? Yeah. Oomst? Okay. Oomst. Who's Leon? Uh, yeah, I'm, although I thought it was more interesting, we got uh, Sinclair, the, the cutscene with Sinclair at the end. That was pretty good, too. It leaves a lot of questions unanswered. Uh, I'm still a little annoyed that we don't know more about the union by this point. But as far as seasons one, a season one goes for a show like this, I like it. I mean, Rooster Teeth probably never cancels anything. So when season two comes out, I'll be there with, waiting with bated breath. I'm also going to give you a whomst to the person you mentioned at the end of the episode. Whomst is that? Okay. But uh... I, I literally Googled. I was like, Sinclair. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Literal whomst from Bailey. Right? I love it. Because I thought he was... <laughs> Well, I thought he was the guy who was actually bad, but he was the guy, the bad guy was trying to act like he was. Oh, okay. That's it. Well, that's yeah. an interpretation. Um, okay. No, that's a... what, no, that's the no, truth. No, that's, I think that's yeah. what. Sinclair is the, he's a good guy, but he's masquerading as he... bad. But no, bad but guy. I thought that's, that's, that's the, You can't say it's the truth. It's very, uh, no details. We'll discuss it. We'll discuss okay. it. Okay. <laughs> I didn't actually I think, think about that. told me it was who he was. So. Okay. Well, we could be, okay. People are saying, you know, uh, they're, they're interpreting it as well. Um, <laughs> Yeah, we'll, we'll get into this explosive post credit scene with our favorite character, Sinclair. <laughs> I thought it was going to be the Doctor, but this is besides the point. This is later on. <laughs> Weller's alive in the post credit Yeah, exactly. That been, that was, yeah. And then it was like, who are you? <laughs> no, he's the robot now. It's fine. Um, yeah. Okay, I, I, I thought this finale was excellent. Um, so first viewing... I had the reaction Beatrice had and I was a little bit underwhelmed. And I do think this is a conventional finale. Um, and I agree. I think it's a great point that the show is kind of surprising the entire way through. And then they conclude it in an expected way. But I think that's good because I think this is the perfect finale to the season. I think this really concludes everything that's important from the season. And it really hit me on second viewing, just this theme of identity that pervades the finale. I guess I didn't say the episode name in the beginning. Identity Crisis is the episode name. Um, and uh, this is all about identity, much like this entire season. But but especially this episode. And I think this episode has a lot uh, has a lot of interesting and maybe profound things to say about like what constitutes being uh, yourself, um, which is what the show has gotten into a lot with Nemesis and with Chase. But um, we really dive into drive it and we expand it like we it's been all about like Nemesis and Julian. But this episode makes it about so a lot more than that. And it really expands the show's approach to identity. And what it did was it kind of made the entire season all come together for me because I thought about other things like uh, like Val and uh, gender fluidity, right? And like it, it's like, oh, I kind of understand everything we did this season. It's all about identity. Um, and I think that's a great reaction to have at the end of a season. Like it all really came together for me. Um, there's, it's just another great battle sequence. Genlock is just extremely consistent, like, uh, really good action the whole way through. And like, compare it to two episodes ago, it's not as high stakes. It's not as like huge and epic. Um, so you have to look at it a little bit more of a character specific level. And in that regard, I do think it's very fulfilling. Um, so I don't know. I want to rewatch it even more than uh, than one more time um, and uh, see what I think of it then. But at this moment, I'm I'm pretty high on it. And uh, Genlock as a whole, I'll, I'll give a little uh, anti rant, a good rant, uh, and, and about how good Genlock. Good is. rant. But, yeah, <laughs> wow. Uh, but yeah, I, you know, you got you guys haven't heard my takes on the show in a while. I I'm true. flabbergasted by how good Genlock is. So uh, we'll get into that later. Um, Same. Same. Yeah. Okay. I, I, yeah. I I guess we can start with Nemesis here and uh, the. 
we we kill Nemesis, right? This is, I guess, our 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 highlight. Um, this this finale is all about fighting Nemesis. We isolate him through the, in this larger fight in Chicago. Um, shows shows an interesting approach, like different cities and uh, battles in, in there. And I think that's been really cool. Um, but we we kill Nemesis. Uh, do we? Um, how do we we like intersperse between the mind sharing realm, the Genlock realm, and then the physical realm? And uh, Julian does does triumph here. Um, Beatrice, what did you think of all of all of that? It's, it's a little bit high concept with the the abstract world and then the physical world and switching back and forth by that. And what do you think of our conclusion? Where and where did you interpret where we arrived at there? So I think the the previous big battle we had where they did the because they do this often right they'll go they'll switch from the the abstract where they're in in when we're in their heads versus the battle sequences and in the previous fight where it was like right before when we had that dance between um between kazu and val that for me was more effective i think they balanced it they weaved it a little bit better because there was more of a sound element there so there was like loud to very quiet. So it flowed a little better. Whereas in this one, it seemed a little bit more disjointed the way that it, they flowed back and forth between. And sometimes like when the, when everyone was like talking, I was like, how long has, are like the, are the mechs just kind of like standing there while you're having this like five minute discussion? And like, is, is, <laughs> yeah. is the other, is Julian just like, letting you like he's letting you talk but I mean that doesn't there are certain moments in this where it just felt a little bit more disjointed having said that though the actual things that the content we were getting even though maybe it did it the chunks we were getting even though they didn't flow as well as before they were still very interesting it was the it was like the the character dynamics were really great the interactions were fantastic and it was it was things that we've been leading up to this moment right it's the whole I do I wish that they had kind of introduce the whole like chase not wanting to like to connect with everyone on that level a little bit earlier in the season maybe but maybe if i binged it and i may not feel that way necessarily um but so that it was great so on a on a large level i think it was slightly disjointed but then in the end with with um I mean, it's a beautiful imagery. It's like it's like the whole like together united we're stronger than the one person. Like it's kind of like going against like a bag a bad egg just like like not destroys but like ruins the batch or whatever. It's like no, it's like the bad egg's the bad egg, and we can all unite and fight it and defeat it, and it's great. Um, So I really like that take, Um, and I like the animation now with the mind melding where they all like become one person. Um, so I really liked that. Yeah, that was note, cool. That touch of animation that we see it with two people. We see it, and that this this was the episode that really introduced it, and that's like mu- like really emphasized it. Um, but in terms of like what how it concluded, like he's not dead. Like the okay, well, what what happened to him? Like he basically what? So Chase like, Chase is holding Julian and is just like, I, what does he say? He's always like he goes he says, like, what uh, now? And it's like. What do you mean? What now? Yeah, okay, like, let's go over this gonna... scene. So then you can tell me how you interpreted it. So he, Chase says, uh, what am I supposed to do? And uh, Nemesis says, kill these copies, just a copy of a copy of a copy. And then we see a bunch of Julian's uh, Nemesis is on the screen and then he stabs him. 
So and, what, what, and, what did you think it, well, when it was happening? Stab. He just like, but no, he stabbed him. But don't forget the really important moment, which is that Julian touches Chase's like temple, like the side of his temple. Nemesis? Did, did, yeah, Nemesis. Okay. No, it's, I'm call, I call it Nemesis Julian and yeah, Chase. It's ne- Chase. It's, it's, that's very confusing. <laughs> fine, fine. Nemesis. I'll go with your way. I like the interpretation that they're both the, like different people. Whatever. doesn't matter. Um, but he touches his temple, and like the moment that happens, I'm like, okay, clearly he's infected him with like the vi- uh, vi- the nemesis virus or whatever, and he's gonna yeah. be in him, yeah. like, and we're gonna see him kind of be corrupted from within throughout the next season or seasons, no matter depending on how long they want to drag it out, which I don't think is long because they don't like dragging things out, um, in Genlock. But, um, so it's like, yeah, he's maybe gone, possibly not. Are we going to see? The one thing that may keep me away from like this potential, I guess, infiltration of Nemesis would be that because they're all so interconnected and this is just after they've all like bonded and united, I feel like they like the others may feel that or should feel that possibly, you know, it's like and so I don't know if like they notice like the, the my question will be, will they will they have no, known from the beginning? Right. Will they have been like and then kind of are playing it cool like in front of Chase or maybe they don't and they don't okay, realize yeah. it. So interpretation you know, number one is he infected him with the nemesis, like basically at the end mm-hmm. with the infected. OK, that's interesting. Um, we'll get back to that. Uh, Haley, what did how did you interpret that scene that we just went over? Um. Yeah, I think that he infected him somehow because he, he Chase like turned into nemesis there. So I think that. That was a pretty visual indicator of what was going on, especially because we saw in this like mind realm that they're in, it isn't just like for show when you become something else, like they become a a one person when the five combine, you know? So I think there's precedent that it's not just for the aesthetics of that scene. Um, And yeah, but I think the thing that, is probably true. I don't know. Is where he says like, there's like all these copies and shows him all the copies. So I imagine the, when Nemesis was on the other side, they like the union copied him, you know, to have backups. Yes. Okay. Interpretation number two, there mm-hmm. are more copies of Julian out there. Yeah. This was just one version. And they copied his, they copied the original Julian. Yeah. Cause so. why would you not like that's, you should do that why did you not copy a person have backups everyone has backups like important files you're supposed to back up your files yeah yeah it's very important so i think they would do that so that's probably gonna somehow be our villain coming forward but i hope it's not just like oh nemesis number three and then they have to defeat it in the third season like they should have some variety um but i think that is what that was pointing to okay interesting john how did you interpret that scene i interpreted as well first off i just want to give uh, the the show compliments. This was the first time that uh, Nemesis Chase was talking, and I could understand him. So I, think, I do them. think they made it a little clearer. This yeah, episode. they probably yeah. were like me if he said. Yeah, it's like I understood sentences. Um, I for me it was I the my first instinct was to that it reminded me of what Doctor Weller uh, mentioned about uh, Caliban, where he put like a fragment of his brain into the robot to keep him going, and that's how I sort of interpreted this. It was Nemesis Chase basically grab a mind bit out of regular chase and then from that making all these different copies by basically splitting off that memory into many different parts so i don't think chase was necessarily infected i think he's still chase but and the original nemesis is now gone 
And now he, and in his dying breath, he basically made all these chase clones, which is going to mean, you know, we're going to see a bunch more gen locks and all that. That's how I interpreted it. Um, I'm not sure how I felt about that though. Cause I then started to get a little bit worried. It's like, okay, so is our enemy just going to be just an army of nemesis chases now in season two? I'm sort of hoping that's not, but I didn't quite feel like Chase got corrupted. I think he was just, you know, used essentially as brain matter in a sense. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Okay, so there's a third. I didn't even think of it. There's a third interpretation, which is he created the clones in the moment. So it's not just that the Union had created the clones. He could have created it in the moment. Um I like I like relating that back to what Weller said. I think that's interesting. Um, so I didn't think of the infecting him thing, and I didn't think of any sort of clones in the moment. I did think like, oh, are there other copies of Nemesis out there that the Union made? I feel like it easy, the 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 scene easily lends itself to being interpreted that way. But um, so I do think the scene's very unclear and confusing, and I think um, none of these are right. Maybe you guys can argue against that, but I would say. None of these are correct. It's all metaphorical. This is, this is what I'm going to say. Um, That's always an option. This is what I've arrived at. Uh, this is just supposed to represent uh, the conclusion that there is no original. Like that's just that's just what we're doing here. Which is that like I guess he looked they like look like each other at some point, but it's 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 like okay maybe Nemesis was at some point the original Julian. But this is all about Ship of Theseus, as we've been getting into all season, uh, visually and uh, very blatantly. Um, and like, is our Julian still the original Julian, even though he's not physically the same person, or he wasn't the same person in terms of his mind? He's just a copy. Um, this is like, yes, they're, they're the same kill. The, he's like killing the copy. They're all copies. I, I think it's just I think it's all just lending itself to them all just being, um, you know, there there is no original. We're all like that's the big theme of this episode is we're all different people than we were before. You know, there's no true version of ourselves. This is what Miranda says at the end. This is what um, everyone is saying when they're all mind melding together. Um, like we move on. We're different people. No one's original Julian anymore. We're all copies. So that's why everyone's just a copy of a copy of a copy. We're, they're, they're both copies no one, all of us are just copies of our former selves. Um, I hope that this is true because if not, then I don't know what we're doing with the scene and it's uh, weird plot wise. But um, I think if it is thematic and that's just all it's supposed to be, then I like it a lot. Uh, <laughs> are you saying? I, I, quick, uh, just a quick reminder Ship of Theseus, that's the when you, if you take a ship apart yes. and you put it back together the same way, is it the same ship? Right. So you have a ship, if you take it board by board apart and then rebuild it is it the same ship that it was before that's like a philosophical uh a quandary uh that uh, the show it they wrote it on like the whiteboard and it's been in like a lot of episodes and that's kind of thematically what they're doing with identity um in a lot of the season beatrice so so you're saying that all the the um scenes where they're in like their minds that's all metaphorical well i, or I guess just so this one are you saying um, oh, the whole show is a giant? It's not. It's not no. physical, right? It's not. Well, it's like it's like a mental realm, um, right? No, 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 totally. Yeah. But what I mean is, when you is is it a metaphor in the sense of like it's just a visual metaphor for us, the audience, to understand what's happening, but for the. For the characters themselves, that's not what they're actually seeing. That's, that's interesting. I think probably. I think that's. I think probably it's. It's not so something that can be so simply visualized. It's like an experiential thing. Um, but, so like the, yeah. Because what I'm saying, what what I'm trying to get at is, do are you telling me that in this interpretation of of the show, Kazu and um, and Val don't actually know that they dance with each other? That was just all for us. No, 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 no. <laughs> I, 
you know, the ship is still alive. And there are more ships that uh, this this finale uh, talks about. But um, no, I don't. I just I think that just this scene is uh, there's nothing that happens here that needs to be like discounted by saying the entire realm is a metaphor. You know, it's just like uh, it's it's very vague dialogue, and uh, they're like touching each other. There's I don't think there's anything definitive that I need to say like. Uh, it, this is like all this is not true i feel like it's it's very uh, up in the air and uh i think because it's so unclear i it makes me think that it's just supposed to be um the thematic stuff um gotcha. because gotcha. because i think like nemesis in general has always talked very vaguely and thematically um and i think that this is kind of his his conclusion here um and, and i feel like what i'm supposed to get out of this scene is like in the question of who's the real julian chase versus nemesis the answer is neither that, that's both. what I'm taking away from. Um, yeah, I think both is uh, is another way of putting that, but I think the uh, neither is an even better answer because of what Miranda says later. So um, neither are who Julian was before. They're both different people at this point. They've both been through new things. I think that's probably what the scene's supposed to tell us. Um, that could be true even if there is some plot thing happening. So I don't want to say that it's definitely not happening. But yeah, I, I don't know. Is this a weak point if it's like uh, if, if we're confused by this scene? I wonder, I, if I, so. I wonder if everyone's no, confused. By it's this in scene. like a mental realm. So I think it's going to be confusing regardless. But I, I think they handled that whole like plane of existence pretty well because you can interpret it to be like, oh, oh there he's showing him all the copies. But you, I also agree with you, Dylan. I think it could just be Nemesis. Like if he's thinking about all these copies, that's just a visual way he'd imagine it in his head. And that's what's being represented. So it doesn't have to mean anything. And um, and I think when we get yeah. into the thematics and the philosophicals of this, it's almost better that there is no like right, right and true answer to this because the mm-hmm. whole, I think I really do think that when they made this show, they really wanted it to be they really wanted it to be ambitious. And I think part of the ambition is not to have completely clear uh, philosophical or theological points, like let the viewers interpret it their way. And I think and have that be and have that grow as this as the show grows then these questions grow too. And we keep coming back to this and with new information, I think that is, I don't think it's a weak point of show. I think, I think it might be the biggest strength of the show is that it's allowing viewers to come to their own conclusions. They have these debates, these philosophical discussions where there probably shouldn't be one right answer anyway. Yeah. yeah I think, I think and the show wants us to arrive at an answer for, with this question, but it, it, I do agree that it doesn't like hold our hands there. I do think like the first time I watched the episode, it wasn't so clear to me what was going on with the identity stuff. Um, so I do think like, uh, it's, it, it, it's, it's something that, uh, it's presented in a way you want the audience to read into it and interpret it. And, and, and I uh, think, and I think if the show wants us to arrive at an answer, they probably didn't want us to arrive at the answer this soon. Yeah. I mean, because that's the thing, like from sure, from a philosophical theolo- theological level, we, we, the show is not giving us an answer, but also from a plot level, there has to be some form of, mis- I'm, I'm, I'm assuming that next season there'll be more clarification of what just happened. You know what I mean? So it's like, and maybe not necessarily in terms of like whether or not like who is, who is the real Julian or not. It's more of just, okay, like is Nemesis 100% dead? Like is, is Nemesis gone? Are there more copies of, of Chase or whatever, whatever, whatever theory that may be also from the plot perspective, it's not a weak scene for not giving us those answers. It's just seeding those plots for the, like seeding the next season, season. So, so it's not, I wouldn't call it weak to to and to leave it leave a little bit of mystery 
Yeah. If it is a plot cliffhanger, we can we can address the next season. That's normal for finales. I think like if we're gonna try to lo- view this as like a unit of the season, it's it's gonna be more satisfying for me if if like it is just ends up being metaphorical. Um, let, let me quickly go through. I, I did this already, but I do think it's important. Let me go through everything that I found in the episode relating to what this the episode is talking about with regards to identity. Um, and we went over the the kill the co- copy 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 scene um i told you my interpretation of that they're neither of them are, are julian both both are copies um and i think nemesis sees that at the end i guess i guess that's what he's saying um but we also have the scene with miranda afterwards in which um the the conclusion to our julian miranda scenes we always get them talking in front of beautiful scenery very solemnly we've got that scene a few times this season and they're all great um it's the same thing a lot but the, I, I like it every time and this this is the uh, conclusion to that with uh, miranda says um nothing's gonna happen we're both different people than we were before you're not the only one that died four years ago i the miranda i was was also also died um and so this is what i'm saying with no one's who they were in the past we're all constantly evolving this is something we also talk about earlier when we're getting into mind sharing um to start with chase is um chase says he's hesitant to do any sort of mind sharing because he he doesn't have his body he only has his mind left what's he going to become if he lets someone in and this is really why chase has struggled so much with this nemesis thing is because he hasn't grasped that identity is not such a rigid thing of who you are at one point is who you are always going to be. And so um, this is why he's hesitant to mind share. It relates to why Nemesis is the existence of Nemesis hurts him so much because him not being the original self, he he's pacing such a strong interpretation of we are our original selves. And what Val said, Val says, uh, maybe you become a new you over a lifetime. Yes, you're supposed to change. Yaz says becoming a new you, that's staying alive. Um, so we need to guide Julian past this where he was in thinking that uh, he had this trauma and it was and and he thought like um, I was this person, this fully, fully abled person. And uh, that's who I was then. And now I'm such. I'm, I'm this different person in so many ways and this finale is about getting him past that uh as well to him recognizing yes he's a different person but that's that's how we all work and that's okay um yeah. and that's th- this like th- and that's like so let's such a that's like beginning the episode end of the episode i love how that all is really tying together it really completes the julian chase arc for me i think the how it plays into nemesis it really completes that as well I think it's like pretty profound what we're getting into tying that into mind sharing. I think is really interesting. It ties into the rom- the main romance arc of the season. It's kind of just uh, a theme that uh, pervades through every single element of the show. Yeah, um, and I and I, I I really enjoyed how it could also be tied to trauma. Yeah, you know mm. how and how tra- the relationship between trauma and identity and the impact trauma has on identity and it's this entire arc with julian is with with julian chase is basically when something incredibly traumatic happens to you are you still the same person like Mm. and you know so it's also like it it ties into that as well which i also like how they dealt with it yeah and that's a it's a it's it's not it's such an easy answer the show is giving because the show the show is saying yes he is a different person because of his trauma but that's okay and I think that's right. really interesting. It's not, yeah. it's not, it'd be easy to say, no, you're not a different person. Trauma doesn't define who you are. What this show is saying is, yes, trauma does affect you, 
by like everything else, like like everything else. I think that's so interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like even though your identity change, and I did, you have to almost allow your identity change as well because. And I think the big point that Yaz made when they were mind melding was that if you the 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 alternative is you lock yourself in, you don't you resist that change, and then you can't grow uh-huh. as a person as well. And that is. And that's and that's almost worse because you're not allowing yourself to grow. You're not allowing yourself to deal with things, and that can be a severe problem. And that's part of the reason why they were able to actually to have the the five v one meld in the end too, because Chase had to accept the fact that he was not the same person that he was. And I think one of the bigger moments, which I think tie could tie into that identity thing as well, it's he's now permanently in his hall on, like he's not getting out of it anymore. Like he can't yeah. do it anymore. Yeah. He there was like a there was a com, like an actual uh, cut of the link between him and his former right, so that, body. That's an important plot thing that happens here. He can't go back to his body. Um, mm-hmm. And, and it's kind of interesting. And the sense why. And the thing is, why would why would he like? What does he have exactly? To, what why is he he goes back and he's in a tube with half of his body cut off? Like at least in the hall on, like he can move, he can fight. He now has I guess unlimited uh, uptime power. He can do pretty much anything, which is unlike the others. So it's like. Everyone has the same cost, but for him, it's such a small cost because what does he have to go back to? I think it's also interesting because he's like kind of accepting that his body's never going to get fixed, which ties into the whole identity thing because like his mind has been separated from his body for however many years, you know? Um, And he probably always in the back of his head was like, oh, I'll, I'll get back to my body. I'll get back to my body. But like, that's not going to happen. Um, so it was really interesting to see him change, you know, like into become a Holon person. Yeah, it, yeah, it's, an, yeah. it's an important uh, component of what I was talking about uh, with mm-hmm. this, that it's not just a mental thing. He also like needs to make this decision and, and yeah. become physically kind of become this new person, let go of who he was yeah. before, let go of his body. He is a new yeah. person now. I'm happy he could still like hologram into stuff. Cause right. I, I didn't know if he, yeah, he said I'm stuck in the Holon, but he can still uh, hologram. Yeah. yeah. So that's yeah. Really yeah. I, I think it was, it's also, it's just the more I think about it, the more the actual body is such a great visual representation of the weight that he was carrying with him. And it, it just represents that trauma and that from his past and like having to cut, like cut ties with it to be able to, to be as John um, mentioned, it was so small, but it's not, it represents everything of who he was. Like it was the scars of his past. And so to, cut those links and to be able to then just immediately be free and kind of very similar to like, you know, Captain Marvel with her hand tied behind her back. Um, he, he, uh, was able to really just embrace his full powers now, his full potential and without having anything holding him back, which, so the more I think about that, the more the episode is like improving for me because now I'm making these connections of like, Oh, like this is all really tying together really well. Yeah. That's what I'm, that's what I'm going through. And even more so with the things you guys are contributing. And I, I liked, I liked the uh, vague way of getting into Captain Marvel spoilers without saying anything Hi. nice. Um, <laughs> I, and you. yeah, I think reemphasizing a point John made before, which is like from a larger philosophical perspective, this is about how all of us like need to be open to change with ourselves because, uh, like Julian is has this extreme circumstance, but this is true of all of us with, um, you know, I think like uh, the way society views things, there's like some rigid sense of self, but it's um, 
regardless of if you think that or not, you do change as a person and it's a lot healthier if you're open to that and you can grow more as a person more easily. Um, I think that's what the, the, the main identity themes like tie into from, from this larger perspective. I think that applies to a lot of non-Julian characters in the show as well. Um, and I find that a really satisfying theme that we got yeah. into this entire time. And it doesn't even have to be tra- trauma related either. Like if we, re- if, I think all of us can look back and realize that our identities have changed a lot, even within the last five years or e- even ten years. Like high school me is way different than college me, who's way different than adult me. And if you really look back on it, it's like, would you really want to be the same person you were when you were thirteen years old? Of course you wouldn't. Why? Because thirteen year old you was an idiot, and yeah. you've hopefully learned from that. Yes, I agree. I agree. Um, yeah, I, th- I think I think it's a really satisfying theme for me. I definitely like agree with it, and um, I think. The, but the way they apply it, the way they apply it to trauma, I think is not necessarily something I've I've thought about so much. And applying it to like this sci-fi setting is is really interesting. Mm-hmm. Like um, I was not expecting this show to be so deep, and like effectively and consistently deep. So it's really surprising because it doesn't come across as being like. Oh, they're trying to be like deep about identity and stuff, but like I just want to watch the mech fight. It's actually like part of the show structure, um, yeah. and and like all the twists and turns. Like I didn't get to say it because I was on the pod, but that whole twist about how like Nemesis was a copy of Julian, I think, was just so smart and added so much depth to it. And we see it in this finale where the end could have been just a big mech fight of like, oh, we got to defeat Nemesis. Arr. But it was actually like a whole thing about moving past your trauma and discovering your true identity and stuff, which is like amazing. And it was convincing and really well done. So yeah, I'm really very impressed by this whole scene and show in general. The, the show is better if you add in this, the things we're talking about, because mm-hmm. I, I think like, like Beatrice is saying, I think like, uh, the, you, you watch it and it's just, it's a solid action show with like some solid mech stuff. And like, it's, it's already, it's good, but if you add in this layer, I do think it like, uh, becomes very good. Um, mm-hmm. and I, I would argue that I think everything we've talked about, we've, you know, it, it lends itself to like this 20 minute discussion on deep philosophy. I think it's very much intentional by the show. I don't think we're reading mm. into things. Oh yeah. Like, no, oh, no, yeah. that's yeah. the nice yeah. thing. It's totally just like, yeah, that's what the show did. <laughs> and they committed to it all the way and through. It, and what's, and the ironic thing as well is that, cause but after I saw the episode, I went back and I read some like initial reviews from when the series first came out. And I remember, it's so funny looking back how everyone was like, this is just a dumb mech show. Why is this so ambitious? Yeah, guess what? We, guess what? It is ambitious. Yeah, we're yeah. making fun of it for being we're ambitious, like, but it's it's ambitious. It's it has been ambitious, but it's been ambitious in a fantastic way. Like I think yeah. that's the conclusion we get. Like it's it really is. It, it's executing on its ambition, and I think that's one of the the main things that I take away from the season um, is that it, it 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 has executed on the lofty things it's tried to do. More on more on that later. Let's get into some some of the other specifics from 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 the finale because there's a lot here. Um, we can, we can go start to finish here to make sure we we hit on everything. Um, we talked about a lot already, but uh, we the, the, this is this first episode. We have the new Holons in action. Um, after last, last, end of last episode, they're introduced and, um, interesting decision putting them in the intro and then not, uh, us not getting them really until the last episode, but, uh, it's, it's, it's sad. It's, uh, it makes you, uh, uh, like, uh, it's like, oh yeah, they're here. It's, it's exciting. Um, and, uh, we'll, we'll get, get to that in a little bit, like what they can do. Um, we get a big, big Migas episode here. Uh, he... <laughs> We'll see. I don't know if it's a good thing, but he calls them, and uh, we learned that uh, we haven't even talked about this. We learned that the anvil is actually okay. 
um, because what Dr. Weller replicated the like green light safety signal from the nanotech and uh, they they like broadcasted that. And so the nanotech didn't affect didn't attack them. Um, I'm calling bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Like, come on, guys. <laughs> Um, I think, so I think it makes sense. It's, it's just not necessarily like satisfying that? considering no. the, in, the episode six is so good because of how depressing it is. Like, <laughs> and so you reverse it a little bit here. Um, I don't think it matters that much because I don't care about the anvil, which is why it was a good decision to go away from the anvil. But, um, True. it does, it does like, oh, really? Episode six was like the best episode of the show. And it was because it was like everything went to shit and now it's not to shit. So I don't it, Everyone's okay. Yeah. Like, well, except no. for Waller. Weller, though, it is good that we kept Weller dead because I definitely yes. thought he was staying yeah. alive. And um, I still think he's kind of alive in Caliban. But uh, like, I, like he certainly he's like a sliver of him is alive. That's what we presented. I think probably more of him is alive in Caliban than we think. Or like there's a backup of him. Oh, no, I, I OK. So there's do you know, in the beginning of the episode when there was that scene with Chase talking to um, Fatima, um, Caliban is look is looking at her from a distance. And Chase notices, and he's just like, okay, we're going to go, because he wants to stop Caliban from doing anything. So clearly there was, like, and Caliban can't, like, let her know that there's a little bit of Weller in him. Right, so okay. Yeah, so, so, so definitely going- there's more to Weller in him than we think. Yeah, let me recap that. So we're going to Chicago to fight Nemesis. Um, we get uh, the scene of Cammy giving uh, Henry Wu the robo dog to get, take care of, which uh, that was that was good. Um, and we get to the like Beatrice said, Caliban waves to uh, Doctor Ja to uh, and yeah, that 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 was interesting, right? Because. Uh, you know, that makes you think maybe there's more to Caliban, there's more of Weller and Caliban, or maybe Caliban's just vaguely aware that this is his, this was Weller's ex-wife. He did reference that last episode. Like, part um, of his brain is in the robot. He's got to have something more than just his knowledge, you know? Yeah, yeah. I like, think there's, there's, gotta I, I think there's more there than we're thinking. That was, that was a, mm-hmm. a, a, a nice little thing, though. I mean, mm-hmm. there's his wit. Yeah. He's, sir, yeah. By the way, uh, I'm fully on team. Caliban is funnier than Dr. Weller. I know that was discussed last podcast. Um, <laughs> Caliban. We did not unleash Caliban this episode, uh, but he, he, I, I'd say, I don't, mute. I don't miss Dr. Weller. Let's keep Caliban. He's much funnier. Like, <laughs> I'm fine with that. He's less shady, so that's good. Yeah. I, I trust Caliban for, yeah, I don't trust Weller. <laughs> like, why do you not tell them about knowing how to deactivate nano things? That should have been. He really should have just told them. No. Like, yeah. come on. This is really the fault, the flaw with all uh, geniuses. They just don't tell people enough things. But uh, especially when his plan was to like, oh, when I die, I'll give them literally my mind. Like, just tell them already. Just tell them when you're place. there, yeah. dude. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's from last. He episode. didn't think he didn't think they were ready. You know, I don't know. Well, Doctor Weller's still very interesting heading into next season. So I think that's yeah. that Weller Caliban. What's up with that? That's one of my uh, the main things I'm going to be interested. I'm happy in. he's still a presence in the show. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, the, we we have this the, the a lot of layers to this fight scene. We start with uh, so Nemesis. He's upgraded and he's fighting the modded Hollands. Um, and uh, I think the main mods that are interesting are Yaz's eye beams. Um, like yeah, uh, that was funny. Yeah, and that was cool. Val can like cloak. Um, yeah, that's yeah. cool. Uh, we we also get uh, so Nemesis can like read their minds in the Genlock realm. Um, by the way, Haley, this is all just Voltron. Um, so it, I, I, do, do you, do you want Vol- Voltron but, mind realm or Genlock mind realm? What you got? Genlock a hundred percent. Oh, like, wow. Genlock. Mind Cause it's better. actually good and engaging and like, it, like you don't need to know if they're actually seeing this or not. Like I can understand that it's 
a way of showing us what is going through their heads as the viewers. And I think they do it so well. They, they so. executed it better than Voltron. I agree. Um, yeah. There's a, this episode is also just Power Rangers. Um, Power Rangers, Voltron, yeah. whatever you want to call well, it. Well, all yeah. mech is Power Rangers. <laughs> it's mech. This is, this, this, we, we thought, we knew the show would become Power Rangers because of the intro, but this is like full Power Rangers. Get, call Justin. Uh, we gotta, we gotta get the, the similarities <laughs> podcast going. Um, we got a lot of mind sharing. Kami and Kazu mind share to start with. Um, and then uh, Yaz and Val mind share Beatriz. What did you think of this? Um, what do you think I, of this ship? Of, of Yaz and it. Val? Yeah, Yaz and Val. I mean, I can golden see cloak. it, but I, I can see it, but I kind of really like Yaz and, and, and I mean, we talked about it last week about how it can be, how it can be read as platonic and it, in it, that would be great. But I, I, I'm rooting for Yaz and Chase personally. Same. I think, I think it'd they're be, so good. I, I don't think this, little, this is a big Yaz and Chase little, episode. Like, I thought I, they were going to kiss, actually. Like, yeah. yeah. I just, I think it, not only is this, like, a, a great relationship for Chase, but, like, like because, you know, like, I feel like Miranda is well, like, and we'll talk, we can talk about, we'll, we'll definitely talk about Miranda, but um, I just think that there's just a lot of history between Yaz and Chase that we haven't explored yet. But in terms of Val and, 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 uh, and Yaz, like, I, I mean, it still was like stunning and beautiful to see. And whenever I just want Val to unleash their dance moves, like I know they're a dancer, obviously. <laughs> every time no one else mind melds and dances, like it's always Val who's incorporating these beautiful like dance moves. And I'm just like, can you and I dance or something? Please? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you want to mind mind share? Yeah. I would not mind mind sharing with, with Val. I would. <laughs> okay, yeah, uh, yeah. A lot of I I agree with the 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 Yaz and uh, Chase stuff. Yaz was extremely like soft with Chase in this episode, I think. Um, and uh, they definitely there's a lot of things we could do in season two with flashbacks to the two of them in the years that we missed. Um, yeah, I think that's that's one of the main romantic options going forward. But I also I don't know. I was also feeling the Yaz and Val a little bit in the scene too. Um, but yeah, we talked next was we talked about Chase being like hesitant to, to mind share. Um, but then their, uh, their upload time's expiring. Chase is going to stay behind. This is him now. Um, Nemesis, uh, then we, like, we, we actually see Nemesis manifesting into the mind share realm for the first time. And that continues throughout the episode. Um, and, uh, Julian's uptime expires. Nemesis says he's, he's like him now. And uh, then they're like uh, fighting in the mind mind share realm, and uh, Chase uh, shows him like his memories, um, like his his like human connections, I guess, to, to Nemesis. And it's like, oh, I'll humanize Nemesis, but his reaction is to then go attack their bodies because he's like, oh, that's a good idea. I'll go attack the people <laughs> yeah. you love. Yeah, um, which I, I thought I like that. That seemed like a subversion of the typical like, no, I can talk you out of this, right? Like, no, he can't. He's just he's gonna he's gonna immediately use that against him. Um, again, moving very fast. Like, I feel like this is some, that's a thing that another show would have spent like 10 minutes on and Genlock just like skips right past it, subverts it, like, let's go attack the bodies. So I do think there's a little bit of unexpected things. There's, there's mostly, I think this finale is a little bit, uh, uh, play by the numbers, but this is, uh, there's a few things that I think. It doesn't lose momentum, which is nice because it could in those like mind realm scenes it could yeah, they're all very slow. fast yeah i, yeah, I agree, I agree that i think beatrice said earlier that the the, the premiere mind realm thing was still two episodes ago um mm-hmm. but and i do and i like i wonder like could they have done some more eloquent 
um, like beautiful mind mind sharing stuff this episode. But I think it's in service of moving quickly. I think that's yeah. that's, that's why we like uh, don't do anything too intricate. Um, but you know, it it still could have been nice to see see a little bit more because we know the show is capable of it. Um, and uh, yeah, Nemesis going to attack their bodies. Here's Leon. He's in Sinclair's Holon. How you doing, um, Leon? Who who are you again? <laughs> yeah, I don't have anything to say about that. The tank um, commander, dude. Miranda uh, Miranda stops Nemesis for like a split second by getting out of uh, her mecha, her her chungi, and uh, says, uh, uh, "Julian, it's it's me." And again, this is something. This is another thing. Another show would have spent like ten minutes on this, and uh, no, it's just he's only momentarily dissuaded, and he's moving on. Um, no talking him out of this. Again, I think we're we're subverting that. Um, Chase and Chase decides I'm going to fully mod myself now. I don't need, uh, I don't need this uptime. Um, he get Chase get, like gets hit by this rock, sh- this like a uh, nano rock stream from, uh, from Nemesis. I, I, I got a jet in Avatar flashbacks from this. It was like the same like structure type of ground attack. Um, <laughs> This is very interesting. Uh, there's a there's another time when I thought of Avatar too. When I thought uh, when I guess when Julian and uh, Nemesis are, I thought he's gonna like uh, energy energy bend him like uh, like Nakanari. But um, I, I feel I feel like there's some Avatar influences on this this episode. But yeah, again, like Chase gets seriously hurt, but it, we're moving past it. We're going. Um, to, uh, yeah, he's uh, Chase is stuck in his home, but everyone's like, you won't you won't become like Nemesis. You you of us now. Um, and then we get the I guess like the visual climax. I guess of the episode they're all mind sharing together. Very rainbowy. We talked about this a little bit. Uh, we we liked this. Um, yeah, I like it. Yeah. It's it's a lot. There's there's a lot here. There's a lot of screen screen cap options from this sequence, but uh, <laughs> them all combined into one. And then they all like combine, overlap. It's like oh, the 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 child generator. You insert two images here, and their faces combine. It's like oh, here's the five of their child, right? Like wow. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's what I thought of with that. No, it is though. Uh, they, yeah, it's, 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 I, I, I maybe could have slowed down a little bit here. We're moving real super fast through this. Um, but it's very visually striking and there's a lot of interesting, uh, things we're doing with color here. Um, but, uh, we, we, they restrain nemesis like in the robots and, and in the, the mind share place and we're cutting back and forth. They have this thing with Cammy shutting down the, the nano, um, cause she gets the, the green light code from earlier. Um, and then, uh, they defy, they defeat new nemesis together and Julian like drops him from super high up. Okay. Question. This is the one thing where I was like, is this a plot hole? I'm not sure. Cause Cammy, they so asked Cammy early cause, okay. She receives the code. Mm. Then earlier when they first meet, uh, nemesis, they go like Cammy, the nanos. And then she goes like, they, they've already adapted. Or like they've already changed. Oh, they changed a code. Yeah. Or yeah. So yeah. Maybe because yeah. they were in the realm. Maybe. maybe so I guess been... so. So they like extract it from Nemesis and then they throw it to Cammy and Cammy. Then and I guess she does. Uh, so some I guess sort she, of she, she needed to get the source back from him. I guess and then maybe. Adapt. So maybe. she like hacked it because but she needed this the new source code. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe, I just would have preferred if they go Cammy hack it or something. Just the, like there was just that was the one thing where I was like I'm confused. Way I it's, thought. Oh yeah, it's it a little confusing. Yeah. It's like they made a big deal about it because they used it to at the anvil and then it just got kind of got dropped right then and there right right so i think i think the hacking the nano stuff didn't super work um just the beginning and this part it was fine it's it's also because we don't exactly know what the nanos still are because we don't know what the union is so 
Yeah, that's one of the big hitches so far, I think, is that we still don't really have a very clear idea of the villain. We've got hints of who the villain is. Uh, last episode, I think we got some pretty good hints, but we still don't really have a clear picture of who the Union is, what they represent, where are they, yada, yada, yada. Like, I thought the end credits was going to be like, oh, the Union's actually good somehow, like, show us that, but... Like, no, no, the theory didn't happen. Yeah, I, no. I think the season is better for having focused on Nemesis and not the Union as a whole. Mm. Yeah. Um, I yeah, think that I that was successful, but I definitely would like to immediately know what's going on with the Union. I yeah. think that's top of list for See, but my, my thing is, if, say, for like, I would agree with you if the very people themselves didn't know what the Union was either. If we, if, if that still was like, okay, we I know think it's that's, I think that's possible. That's possible. And if it's possible, I'm like, <laughs> they why did they should have told us that yeah, they don't know yeah. themselves? Because at the moment, it reads as if we, the audience, are being like held, like we're being kept in the dark, but everyone else is kind of somewhat aware of what the union is. At the so, very least, they have a union person in there. They have to know something. Yeah, they that's, that's, yeah. Means, that's why I'm like, you should, you, we need to, you need to explain to us from like episode one what the nanotech was and what the union is. Well, they said yeah. something about how Yaz, like, I guess turn like her parents right, found it to yeah. be intellectuals. Yeah. yeah. So there's something mm. that I don't know. And then, and then there was Val sent, and then they learned about how Val had to flee Russia for a quote, societal pressures, which yeah, you know, I could say, okay, so is Russia and Iran, is Russia and Iran part of the union then? Or we don't know. Yeah. I, I, I agree with the point that it's a, it, that's a, that's a, that's a good, uh, that's a good point that the, it's it's more of the audience being kept in the dark than the union being the shadowy figure. Let's make it clear w- what we're doing with the union. Are they just oh. the shadowy figure that no, even their citizens don't know about, or uh, or is is the, are we just holding stuff back from us? And there is um, there is and there is a second element of this too. Like when the when when the show was introduced and in the early shows introduced the I think it was it was I. Grey Haddock talked about how it's supposed to be like a culture war. And in some of the original episodes, Weller does mention how it is a culture war. I did not get a culture war vibe from this at all. Yeah, I read those comments on Wikipedia for like, it's all about this culture war. And it's like, oh, that's a red flag. But no, the season didn't talk, get into that. So whatever. Like, like that's it, not what the show was I mean, about. I mean, it's like, it's fine. Because really, we got, instead we got identity stuff, which is that type of culture. Sure. Did it work? Hell yeah. But, you know, you're advertising it as this. And we're getting that. And it's not to say that culture war is a necessarily a bad idea. It's just it just feels like it kind of got yeah, it's, shunted right. to the it kind of got shunted to the side. Yeah, with I don't the, know if it, yeah, I don't think it was like advertises that that's more of what they presented the concept as in like one interview or whatever. But well, um, Doctor yeah, Weller mentioned it in an episode. In like he episode did, yeah. Three. I want to go back and look at that, but maybe that'll become clear in the future seasons. But uh, yeah, it certainly did not get that vibe from what we got into the season. The identity thing is like huge. What and in the, the finale, it's all about that. So that's really what their main theme is. Maybe there's something else, some secondary theme. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But um, I imagine we're going to have other seasons, <clears throat> right? So I'm happy to spend the first season getting to know our characters and actually feel invested in them and then talk about like bigger, higher concept yeah. things, you know? I, I, yeah, like I agree with how they approached it with the union getting mm-hmm. back to that. Like uh, get keep it just the characters, keep it one villain with Nemesis. Yeah. It'd be nice to know the union later. But, but, I, but, but Beatrice is, 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 has definitely some points with like uh, – we maybe didn't execute on that perfectly. It's a little bit frustrating with how we handled the union. Like idea is yeah. good, but you know, we should have been clear with what we're doing. Yeah. Um, I mean, and again, I'm, I'm not asking for like focus on it. I wanted, all I wanted was like in that first episode, one line, one yeah. line of dialogue like in their briefing or something. Yeah. Just say explaining something more. what it is or yeah. like to like say to the citizens that they were trying to evacuate, like, no, this is whatever, you know, just very briefly, Whatever. We could have done or something like, without taking away the focus of or, exactly, what was really or 
you know, or when, you know, or when Weller was explaining to the, t- to the group, like the, what Genlock was and that initial thing, it's like, oh, this is why we actually are the last, like we are the last hope against the union. Cause you know, the union is X and it's like, that's all I needed. And I would have been fine. Yeah. yeah. Uh, by the <laughs> yeah. way, Beatrice, what, what's the conclusion on Florida? So here's the thing. No, okay, like, no. Um, no, 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 no. I mean, look, you didn't know this. You wouldn't know because you're not from Florida. But there's actually this neighborhood in Miami called Chicago. So it's like it's all there. Oh, did you? Oh, wow. You thought that you think we were in Miami the entire time and not in actual Chicago? Yeah, wow, what a this theory. Neighborhood that no one but people that <laughs> Florida would know about. No one from South, only people from Miami. They were in would on know the joke the entire time, Beatrice. They knew. Um, they, they knew. They were like, of course, we have to ask a Flor- um, Floridian that what is that one place that we could take this because we need to have it in miami and they did they succeeded okay they succeeded uh, we, we did we got the scene with uh, we talked about with chase killing nemesis uh leon he's either dead or in a coma um do we this- care <laughs> So no. uh, yeah, we we I, no. I don't yeah we don't even get into it. Leon's barely a character. This is the weakest part of the finale. Leon, um, the show the, the show thought that we cared about Migas, uh, Leon, and Chad, uh, Jody, Jody. But um, why though? Like Jody? we haven't even... talked. Was to Jody them the one dating, uh, or is it? Yeah, Leon? no, it Which was one? Jody. Yeah, okay. I have no clue. The problem is they, they, and... they didn't. Yeah, they, they, they we didn't need to focus on Leon here. We don't care about. It. Them. Also, yeah. like for the smallest of moments, I confused Leon and Jody. So I was like, "Well, yeah, who? What's the difference?" Jody in this thing, and now he's gonna be part of the team. I will riot because I can't stand him. Joey, okay, Jody's the bad one. Okay, so, uh, so we're actually sad about Leon. Sure, um, uh, Colonel's back. She says this is the day we turn the tide on the union. Um, we talked about this Miranda scene with Julian. They're both different people now. They're moving on. And then later, Miranda's uh, one of the last shots we got. The last shot, Miranda waves goodbye to Chase, and then Chase in the hall on very uh, gen, very like, oh, this is Genlock. It's the person, and then the person and the robot. Um, but yeah, what, what do we think of the conclusion with Miranda and Chase? Uh, there, they, we start romantically, and uh, it turns out they're different people now, and they're not together. I think it's great. Like, let's be done with this, please. Because <laughs> <laughs> what? They're so, they were so wonderful together in episode one, though. Yeah, like I think they were, but. It, it was just like I don't know. I it it's it's satisfying because they are yeah. different people, right? Like exactly, yeah. yeah. It's like okay, guys, both accept that you are not in the same position you were once. Also, you're dating a, another guy. Like that's a thing. You forgot about your boyfriend, but whatever. Um, He's not so, important. <laughs> oh, I, I'm happy they had this conversation, and it was very adult. And now we can move forward and have it not be weird and awkward. And Yaz can come in, make her move, and it's all good. Yeah. Yeah. And for me, the big, the big, one of the things that I'm like, kind of a little iffy about is that now I think it's kind of said that like Miranda's not going to be in the next season much because the, the Anvil is yeah. not going to be in the next season yeah. much. And all throughout this podcast, I was like, no, Miranda's going to get her big moment later and later seasons. We're going to explore her more. If they're just going to cut her off that's it and this is all we get from Miranda and then she's gonna be docked down to like a guest starring role then I'm sorry but then I I take back every every defense I had of her because it's like then they really then they really um underwrote the character they did they didn't really do anything with her if that's Mm -hmm. if this is the end of her as like a really surprising 
But like, well, look, I, I think we, what, what we can say is that Miranda wasn't uh, fantastic, fantastically utilized this season. Um, she was no. uh, one of the weaker points, I think, of the show. She was like this really intriguing character that we never really did much with. I think like her talks with Julian were good, but she never did much beyond that. Um, I don't think it's like, you know, like I, I expect her to be a big part of next season. I do think like on the surface, uh, we say we're not going to the anvil so Miranda wouldn't come with us. But, you know, I mean, it's Dakota Fanon. We got to, you know, we got we got to have her as a big presence next season. I hope so. I want I, would, her I, I want to well, see her. I yeah, want well, with, to. It's with, not with like all judgment on season two until then. But at the, I think what we can say is season one, Miranda was not great. Um, but I mean, she's she like was, non-existent. I mean, it's uh, and I will say is I mean, it's she was great for Chase's arc, yes, which yes, isn't yes. great. But she for didn't. Her she never. She arc. never got her own arc. She never got her own arc. But um, but. You know, it's like, but, you know, there are enough female characters, like, say, 10 years ago, she would have been the only female character, and then this would have been problematic. But because she isn't the only female character, we're allowed to have, like, a, a female character in a small world that maybe didn't take big part, that is allowed to be kind of a, a supporting for a, a male character. Yeah, it, it's, it's fine. It's fine because the show is so diverse. Um, exactly. But yeah, I do. I do. Amanda, the Miranda and Julian arc was fantastic, but there's just no, she didn't get her own thing. It, it's, right. it never happened. And I, I would really love to see that next season because I do really like her character. Yeah. Uh, like that, that, that's also towards the top of my season two wish list. Um, Miranda doing stuff. Um, Migas though, he's coming with us to, uh, uh, presumably the the science place, um, but we don't. It's say that. John we're, all over again. Like we're just that not going to. <laughs> what is it with like the Miles? These characters. That, I mean, Miles. Miles, stop coming with himself. the main like, team. So, like, we don't want you with the main team. <laughs> he keeps falling around. Like, like John, so no. like was Miles's creation with with Monty and all that. Like he, like that was they, they're in, he's in control of the writing for Ruby. So I'm just like I can't whatever. But how is it like? That in another guess is not that annoying show. though, right? He's it's fine. not that bad. It's He's not. Just, we just don't care about him. But no. That's what I mean. I'm just like, why can't he get a character that, why can't he play a character that we care about is what I'm saying. <laughs> we'll grow to love Migas. We'll grow. We'll grow. Yeah, we will. Uh, I don't know. There was that's one moment where you were into Migas, to be honest. I was like, I like that better. I would have preferred her with Migas than her with that other guy. Oh, uh, yeah, we like Migas better than uh, yeah. Jody or Leon. Jody, yeah. yeah. He, I still he's the best think of the it three. was very, I still think it was like a homophobic move to name him like Jody. Like, on, the only Jody we accept <laughs> is Foster, okay? They're, they're teasing, and Jody uh, Whitaker. Your and Jody Miranda Whitaker, gay, sure. Gay yes. ship, yeah. And Jody um, okay. Kitt. But again, what I'm saying is that was like borderline homophobia right there. Okay, that's what? okay, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Where's the Miranda gay ship? That, that's what we're asking. Where um, is it? Okay, post credit scene. Haley, you said this is uh, original Sinclair. I don't know. I Googled it, and that's what they told me. And that uh, he's been masquerading as a Union soldier. So. Okay. I don't um, know. I believe it. But I don't know why he, like, had to run away from the rest of them and were like, oh, I gotta compose myself and then continue to run. Like, yeah, what? Said, Come on, Sinclair, get it together. Yeah. yeah, like why? Like, dude, you're gonna get found out. You ran away, and now you're running back. Like, what's going on? That was to remind us what his name was. Um, I, think, I guess. Uh, yeah. Someone, <laughs> Honestly, someone, though, that yeah, true. <laughs> someone mentioned this is basically just Finn from Star from Force Awakens. Yeah. Like that one, the intro scene with him. Uh, uh, Beatrice, what did you think of the the, the post credit scene? I mean. I just well, okay. He was he was in he was part of the union though, right? This guy, that was the he was a union soldier. Yeah. Right. That's that we can say that for sure. Yeah. Okay. So 
Is it that, like, I don't know. I, I don't, I mean, th- it can mean a lot of things. Did he just, like, wake up? Or was he always, like, uh, was it that he was a spy for, for, like, for our side? But then, in fact, he's part of the unit. Like, maybe, I don't know. Maybe it was one's the one's the like i don't know I, I'm, I don't know there's there's a lot that could like this could mean i'm not gonna read into it because you know are we is this like something that we're actually gonna see in the se- second season or are we just you know not I this is know. this is such a classic ruby cross post-credit scene like who cares mm. about sinclair why are we doing this at the end <laughs> like this is, no one no, no one was asking for the sinclair follow-up um, I, I, when I saw this, I thought, oh, Sinclair's actually alive. He didn't die in there. Or I thought, oh, they'd made backups of Sinclair. But then I, th- that's a good point that there was an original Sinclair that they took his identity of. And if the guy's calling himself Sinclair, that was just a fake before. So I guess this is original Sinclair. I guess that makes sense. But that's um, what I mean. It's like, if he's a union foot soldier, then why did they want to make a copy of him? Why couldn't they have just sent the union Sinclair, who's an actual person. Oh, what? Because he looks in. like the original one. Like, he looks no, like no, no, the guy no. I mean, if, no, no, no. If this is okay, because the copy, I'm assuming there was like a spy who was who looked like Sinclair, or I don't know who said was who said they were Sinclair, but wasn't, and they got on the Holon, and then they died. Right? That's what happened. My thing is, if the Union had Sinclair all along. And Sinclair was a foot soldier for the Union, and they had him. Why couldn't they just go, Sinclair, we need you to go over there, get into your hall-on, get your robot, and come back to us? Like, why did they have to make, like, a fake one, is my question. If he was under the the Union command in the first place. I have no idea if what you're saying even checks out, because I just don't don't remember Sinclair. I don't either. I'm just I can't. Like, fa- I can't fact check that. I don't remember or care about Sinclair, so that's my answer. I, I remember. I was just like, "Oh yeah, he's the dude that tried to steal Holon and got waxed." Okay, yep. that's a. This was a, a thing, and I, I only knew about the end stinger because I'm like, "Okay, let's see. It's Rooster Teeth. There's an end stinger, isn't there?" Hey, look at that. What do you know? And what, I what, what you got? Uh, monkey, uh, monkey wings, or uh, <laughs> Sinclair being alive? Ooh, uh, neither. Oh, I'm going to go. I'll go Sinclair being alive because when I saw the monkey wings, I'm just like, come on. Are we really doing Wizard of Oz now? What I mean, what do you mean? Are we, they, we, they've been doing it for Okay, okay, okay. We're Ruby. not getting into that. It's <laughs> like, oh, like, are we just really doing us, another just fairy tale? Just give us one post-credit scene we care about. This. Where's the fairy t- Beatrice, where's the fairy tales in Genlock? That's my no, question. I mean, oh, in Genlock. Yeah. Um, in Genlog, the fairy tale. I'm not very familiar with fairy tales, so you have to give me You're a second. You're the one that's, that's yelling about fairy tales. With the- <laughs> no, I mean in Ruby, like for John being like, <laughs> yeah. "Oh, okay, the monkeys." They, they made it. They made it very blatant. Like, okay, I'm like okay, they've okay. always done the Wizard of Oz in Ruby. That's like yeah. to say that is to be like, "Oh, another fairy tale in Ruby." It's they like that's it, they don't they don't make it so blatant as they. But okay, that's the the, the, the obvious fairy tale in Genlog is Humpty Dumpty. Humpty Dumpty uh, is chased. He sat on the wall. Wall is the robot. He fe- had a great fall. Great fall is he's dead. All the king's horses is okay, Dr. Okay, Weller. Okay, okay, okay. That, that, was a, that was a nice All attempt, but uh, we didn't really get there. Um, okay, <laughs> so that's, that's, that's a, uh, whomst was my reaction to the to Sinclair at the end. Um, really, like, actually, though, looking back at the season, the Sinclair stuff in episode two was the worst part of the season. So the like, uh, classic uh, RT decisions to bring him back for the stinger. Like, uh, <laughs> just reuse your worst element. Um, no, I don't know. Maybe we'll do something interesting with him but it's I mean, just a non-entity i guess i understand why 
he stayed in the opening, I guess, was so people right because he's with, a like, character now. Face okay, recognition, yeah. they'd be like, "Oh, he's that guy from the opening that died." Like now he's yeah. coming back. But um, I, I honestly, it's, it's it'll it'll all make sense in season six. Exactly. Uh, yeah. There you uh, go. N- I'm looking over the character list. Um, Mark Holcroft, no follow-up to that. We think he's evil, but nothing about that. Um, Julian's sister and mom, we mentioned last episode that they are uh, they died or something, but we, we we thought towards the beginning of the show that there was going to be a uh, uh, some reveal with his sister, but uh, I, I still think they're alive. No, because they saw them in, when they went to the Ethernet. Someone pointed out that Julian's oh, yeah, like sister was second. there and she noticed yeah. him and reached her hand out and then he just Yeah, no came. no follow up on that. Okay. No follow up, um, but that's like an Easter egg thing. So I'm assuming that might season be explored. Two. Yeah, yeah. So that that'll be good. Um let, let me let me conclude here with my overall take on Genlock for the season, then afterwards you guys can tell me whether you agree. Um I am so impressed with the season of Genlock. I think like First of all, I'm going to start off by saying that I think this season of Genlock is better than any season of Ruby. And we just had such a great season of Ruby. Like, we loved Ruby Volume 6. It was by far the best season of the show. I think this Genlock season one is even better. And, like, that's kind of incredible that the show's first season got to that height. I think this is... Next bold statement to make, this is the best first season of a show we've ever covered on this podcast. Um, and we've had some really good ones, too. Uh, like, we mm-hmm. had uh, Final Space first season was very good. She-Ra? Um, like, better than she first, first season? Okay, she, okay, I kind of forgot about she Okay. I, think it's, I, think, I kind <laughs> of think like, it's... Wait. I don't know. It's it's at least tied. Um, it's different. It's Mist- different. Mysticon's first okay. season was so good. Uh, Craig of the Creek's in the middle, still of a fantastic first season. This is, like, at least up there with, like, uh, She-Ra and Craig. But I, I guess if I'm saying it's better than Craig, I think it's better than She-Ra, because uh, they're, they're about the same. So, um, I, I, like, uh, I think She-Ra's ultimately going to be a better show. But, or I don't know. I don't know. This show's uh-huh. so, this show's so yeah, good. Like... Uh-huh. I think uh, I, I think Jen Locke's the show of the year so far in animation. I it's it was so consistent start to finish. Um, like every episode is in my like top twenty five so far of the year. Um, this finale was ended up being good. The highlights are four and six. Those two episodes are astounding. Um, this show is just consistently engaging. Um, it's it's uh, it's like really solid and like really well written somehow. Like it's it's. I mean, I just I guess because I'm comparing it to Ruby, but. Um, I kind of just can't say enough good things about this. It's it's impeccably executed in the animation and storyboarding and the sounds and all the visuals. Um, uh, like Rooster Teeth animation is just really come in full force this year, this last year, because volume six of Ruby plus the season of Genlock, that's uh, like a powerhouse. And it's they're doing work that's better than most uh major studios, animation yeah. studios and they're just this indie indie studio i guess at this point they're probably a little bit beyond that but like uh it's it's incredible the work they're doing i am so impressed with the season of genlock we started off memeing about this show oh it's going to be this ambitious series oh robots chungus you know um and it turned out to be the show of the year so far so look uh do, what, what, what did we know this is genlock's great and i'm not being ironic when i said any of this i really <laughs> mean this mature topics in a stupid mech show who would have thought um but actually, I do. I actually agree. I think, like, so far of the new shows that have come out so far this year, there's not many. But right now, Genlock has a wide lead over the field um, compared to some of the new shows last year. I would actually say this is the best season one of any new show over the last two years. I would actually put that put this as number one, and it's way better than Ruby Volume One for sure. Um, I think just because from episode one to episode eight, the writing was tight. 
The animation was gorgeous. The ideas they presented were very thought-provoking and very interesting. The action scenes, while not always perfect, they started toward the end. They blended with the uh, with the more personal, softer moments very well. It felt like fights had a story. They had a tale to tell. And yeah, I would say I think it is the the better one. I like this a lot more than I think some of the others, some of the other new shows we've had. Um, as far as Rooster Teeth is concerned, like. If Ruby going forward is made with this level of care and attention, then Rooster Teeth is go- Rooster Teeth is firing on all cylinders, and all their stuff is going to be so fun to watch for the next few years. They've done an amazing job. They've had an amazing last seven months. Let's put it that yeah. way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This yeah, and Ru- Ruby I, back, Ruby V six back to back, very very impressive. Mm. Yeah. And guess what? They they have a chance to keep the ball going because Red versus Blue debuted today. Uh, yeah, yeah, sure, yeah. So we we won't be covering that. No, we um, won't. I just <laughs> wanted to mention that just in case people were thinking about getting rid of their Rooster Teeth subscriptions. You don't uh, have at first, to. At first, I was like, oh, is this post credit scene a Red versus Blue trailer? It's not the post credit scene. Um, no, I don't. I don't. I mean, maybe that's wrong. I don't know what that show looks like. But they don't. Uh, they yeah. don't. They don't need to advertise Red versus Blue. I think at this point, season twenty five. Yeah. It's season seven. Any any overall thoughts on Genlock season one? Um. I loved it. I was I wasn't like saying ironically that Genlock was going to be great. I remember in the beginning I was like I have faith in in Genlock and I'm so so pleased about it. Um I just I don't I, is it the first is it like the best season 1? I don't I don't know. I don't know. Please it's Shiro was so good and it's also it's hard cuz Shiro was like longer i had more episodes so it's it's hard to say but i mean it's up there and i love the just the commitment they placed into the actual intellectual aspect of the show this easily could have just been a a um it easily just could have been a uh, very lighthearted very fun but no they actually took the time to incorporate these very mature and sophisticated themes into the show, into the very core of the show. Um, and I'm just so thrilled about it. I, I don't, I doubt that it won't get, I doubt that it won't get renewed. I'm really, sh- I'm pretty sure it's going to get renewed. Um, and I just, when does Rooster and, Teeth cancel anything? I, I don't know, but I mean, you know, you can yeah, never I, know. Yeah, I, sure I haven't heard officially. I haven't heard officially yet, but uh, it's definitely getting, yeah, they're definitely yeah. doing it. So, um, I, I'm just, I'm just so, I'm just so pleased with it. I'm so pleased with the, with the, 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 the details that they actually just, they placed on the show. And, um, I want, you know, more Cammy. I want more Kazu. I don't want to say goodbye to them, to this family. I don't want to say goodbye to them. And that's kind of crazy that they were able to start the show with them all meeting for the first time. And then by the end of the show, you can believe that they're this very solid unit. And it's like, that's not easy to do in 13 episodes. That's not easy to do in 24 to 26 episodes. And they may, and not a, a lot of shows do it in that time. And this show managed to do it in eight episodes. I mean, it's just so tightly written, so effective, so efficient. And I'm just in awe of it. 
in awe of Genlock, that's our last thoughts on Genlock. Let us know what you <laughs> were. You also in awe of Genlock? Let us know in the comments or at overlyanimated.com or youtube.com slash overlyanimated. Um, maybe we'll get some uh, Genlock season wrap up or some off season Genlock podcast. So subscribe to not miss any of our future potential Genlock content. At the very least, we'll be back for season two. Um, and uh, our Genlock specific iTunes feed, you could Google or you could uh, search on iTunes for that Genlock Overly Animated. Um, yeah, and uh, tell us what you thought on our Discord as well, our Genlock channel. A lot going on there at overlyanimated.com slash Discord. Uh, support us via Patreon at patreon.com slash overlyanimated. Thanks to our current patrons, especially our Patreon podcast. I'll make this Patreon podcast uh, Taylor, a.k.a. Needle, uh, it, number, one gen, number one Genlock fan. And uh, thanks as always to our Patreon executive producers, John Ryan, Steve, Alex, and Hugh. Um, yeah, we got uh, other stuff coming up at overlyanimated.com tomorrow. Uh, not maybe a lot of crossover in the audience, but Star vs. the Force of Evil is back for Season 4. We've also been covering The Promised Neverland every week. Uh, that's been very good. And uh, other stuff at overlyanimated.com. Um, maybe we'll get some more takes on the Genlock finale. Hopefully, let us know if you want that, if you want more Genlock stuff. Um I don't know. Uh, we want to we want to talk about the show more. So, hi, hype, hype. When when's Genlock season two? Let us know, uh, Rooster Teeth. Let's let, let's go. Let's uh, let's get it going. Um, probably probably next year. I, mean, I wouldn't be surprised if it was like uh, when isn't isn't like the expo happening like relatively soon? Like yeah, they'll probably do it. They'll probably do it at their thing. Yeah, that's how they always do it. Um, yeah. So I don't know. Maybe January twenty twenty. That'd be that'd be fantastic. Okay. Thanks for listening, guys. We will see you next time. Bye. Bye. Take care.